Hello, welcome to Cow Daily. <coughs> Excuse me. As soon as you start talking, the frogs come out. Uh, today we're going to talk about me being a massive grass. Um, I've done something that I've never done before, which is uh, report somebody to the press regulator. Um, if you've been watching the show recently, you'll probably have a good idea who that was, because I told you I was going to do it. Um, and we got a response. So we're going to do that today on the show. Um, I'd be very interested to hear what you think about um, Ipso, the press regulator. Very interesting indeed. Uh, people are popping up in the comments already. Nice. <clears throat> Morning, Mr. Crokey, says Joanne. Um, I am as well. I'm very surprised. It's the first time I've opened my mouth to speak this morning, actually. Probably why. Uh, right. What else do we have? Zoe's in. Hello, mate. Nice to see people popping up. Always a good thing. Um, time on a tradition now. Go to youtube.com forward slash cow daily. Uh, go to the community tab. We'll be doing much more community building in there as it helps us grow this channel, game the algorithm, all of that, um, and helps me offset the frustration I felt from two months on the treatment table. Once we'd got all, honestly, man, we're about to crack the top 10 again. <laughs> and then the crash happened but i'm not bitter i promise right what else is that patreon.com forward slash cow daily if you'd like to support our work that's patreon.com forward slash cow daily you can also support our work via a one-off donation via the paypal link in description cheers chaps lovely who else is in the house duncan's in nice to see you Saying the notifications working, time great. Kirsty's in, nice to see you, mate. Spotty dogs, plenty others in, haven't seen you, so say hello in the comments. I'll just get rid of this banner and we'll dance on. Also, if you'd like to share the stream, that would be absolutely better. And obviously, subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you get the things. Reet. Do you want to talk about it? Oh, Michael's in. Hello, Michael. Good morning. Right. Let's talk about the thing. Just a quick reminder first about what we're actually talking about, and we'll do a little hope section at the end, if you worry. But before I do, I've got a croak on, apparently. I'll just take a drink for the audio people. Just you and weird. I don't know why I'm doing the really want to shave those fingers voice from Reeves and Mortimer today. Maybe it's just working around the, the jellyfish that's in the back of my throat. Who knows? Anyway, I grasped Peter Hitchens up for this. End this crude smear against conservatives. Hitler's Nazis were, in fact, left-wing racists. Um, they the responded. So that's what it was about. And you can probably understand what the being incensed was about. Um, if you want a deeper dive into this, there's shows last week where you can crack on with that. Um, just a quick refresher, though. This is from the Holocaust Memorial Day Trust, political opponents and trade unionists. On assuming power in the 1933, the first people the Nazis targeted for arrest and imprisonment were political opponents, primarily communist trade unionists and social democrats. Dachau, the first Nazi concentration camp, was built in March 1933 to imprison political opponents. The Communist Party, the KPD, was banned in March 1933. Trade unions were disbanded in May and the Social Democrats, SPD, abolished in the June. Leaders of these parties and unions were arrested or fled into exile. 
By the end of 1933, there were almost 27,000 people imprisoned in concentration camps, and the majority of these were political prisoners. For more information, read I'm Healthy and I Feel Fine, the collected letters of Marian Szerzyski, I said that better the first time last week, who was held as a political prisoner in Auschwitz. Szerzyski, thank you. really want to share those fingers. Why is that trapped in my voice box? Who knows? So anyway, what's Ipso got to say? I also reached out to the CEO of Hacked Off, Nathan Sparks, and I've got a response from him as a result of it because I sent it to him. So here we go. Right, so this is the RA, Independent Press Standards Organization, complaint. So they've sent this out to a lot of people by the looks of it because obviously a lot of people did uh, complain. So what it says is, I write further to our earlier email regarding your complaint about an article headlined, Endless Crude Smear Against Conservatives, Hitler's Nazis Were In Fact Left-Wing Racist, published by the Mail on Sunday, 12th of March, 2023. A substantively similar version of this article also appeared online under the headline, Peter Hitchens, Endless Crude Smear Against Conservatives, Hitler's Da 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 Da. Gary Lincoln knows as much about politics as I know about football. Ipso received a large volume of complaints about the above article and in the interest of responding to complaints in a timely manner, we've prepared this response, which draws together and responds to all of the main concerns raised by complainants. Does it? Let's have a look at what they're saying. Um, so when the Independent Press Standards Organization, Ipso, receives a complaint the complaints team review it first to decide whether the complaint falls within our remit and whether it raises a possible breach of the editor's code of practice. The framework Ipso used to regulate the press, we have now completed an assessment of the complaints we've received. Thanks for the preamble there, Ipso. They say, complainants said that the article breached clause one, accuracy of the editor's code. It bloody does because it reported that the Nazis were left-wing. In assessing whether this point of complaint raised grounds for an Ipso investigation, we noted that the characterization of political philosophies as left or right on the political spectrum is a subjective assessment. <laughs> is it? Okay. Um, people will have different perspectives and viewpoint on what constitutes a left-wing group. Right, okay, that's interesting. We also noted that the claim appeared in the context of a clearly marked first-person opinion piece. In such circumstances, we consider the columnist's characterization of the Nazi party as left-wing racist would be understood to be his personal assessment rather than the claim of fact. Right, just to cut in at this point, right? People who are watching last week will see that he repeated all of this um, on talk TV, and we also complained to Ofcom, right? So if it's an opinion piece, right? Um, oh, do you know what it is, right? This is just, I can't even believe that we're engaging with this absolute, like, mealy-mouthed shit. But anyway, I'm going to go get to the end of this, and then we'll respond to it then. It's absolutely mad. So anyway, it's his opinion that the left wing racist, apparently, and that's fine. Um, it's my opinion, hold on, it's 7 minutes 12. It's my opinion that Peter Hitchens is a fucking bell end. then. Um, so where we're going? We also noted that the claim appeared in the context of a clearly marked first-person opinion piece. In such circumstances, we considered the columnist's characterization of the Nazi party as left-wing racist would be understood to be his personal assessment rather than a claim of fact. We did not therefore identify grounds for an investigation or possible breach of Clause 1. My God. Right, it goes on. It's long, this, but we'll have to do it because I told you I'd 
do this, but also I think it raises some questions that we'll discuss between we're at the end. So get your reactions in in the comments and we'll have a good old discussion once I've read this out for you. So anyway, some complainants also said that the article breach clause 12 discrimination because it discriminated against people who are not right-wing and was anti-Semitic. Clause 12 is designed to protect specific individuals mentioned by the press from discrimination based on their race, colour, religion, gender, identity, sexual orientation, or any physical or mental illness or disability. It does not apply to groups or categories of people. Therefore, while we understand that complainants had significant concerns on this point, we did not identify grounds to investigate a possible breach of Clause 12, where there was no reference to the protected characteristic of a specific individual within the article in the complaint. For me, that is like fair enough, you know. I mean, le being left wing isn't a protected characteristic, even though it's one of the most um, smeared and tarnished um, things somebody could be in 2023 in the in the UK. But you know, in terms of like applying um, their, the clauses and whatever, I think personally that this is correct. I mean, it, we're, being left wing is not a protected characteristic it's a political viewpoint um i'm not even going to get into the what about of that at this point in terms of the right we'll just carry on so anyway for more information about clause 12 and how it works the link a blog it carries on complainants also express concern that the article harassed gary linick and breach of clause 3 harassment i just like to point out i wasn't one of those complainants i wasn't going to bat for the crisp nonce at all Ipso is able to consider complaints from an individual who is personally and directly affected by the alleged breach of the editor's code of practice. Complaints from a representative group are affected by an alleged breach where there's substantial public interest in complaints from third parties about accuracy. In the case of third-party complaints, we will need to consider the position of the party most closely involved. Ding! In this case, the party directly affected by the alleged breach of Clause 3 was Barry Spinnaker. As complainants were not acting their behalf as an authorised representative. We were not able to consider this aspect of the complaints further. Basically, to cut a long story short, they've booted that one out because it's not Lineker himself making the complaint, but they do say he can make a complaint himself. I wonder if he will. Um, so anyway, it goes on. Further complaints were raised by the complaints, the article breach clause nine reporting of crime by inaccurate reporting on war crimes. Clause nine generally relates to the identification of the friends and family of the individuals who are accused or convicted of, of crime. As the complaints did not relate to this, we did not identify grounds to investigate a possible breach of clause nine. Just cutting in there, I'd like to know what the Holocaust Museum think of that. Personally, I don't know if there's a, a quote there. I looked for one. Um, don't know. I'll actually I'll approach them for one myself. Anyway, so you were entitled to request that executive decision to reject your complaint be reviewed without reading the rest of this bollocks. Absolutely doing that later on. This is absolutely and utterly outrageous on all levels. I'm sure anybody in their right mind would agree. So what we've got, I reached out to Nathan Sparks, CEO of Hacked Off. He says this. Ipso is controlled by the national press and its standards code is riddled with loopholes put in place by the editors who wrote it. Even in cases like this where there's overwhelming evidence of a breach of standards, its lack of independence leaves it disinclined to act and its lack of powers render it unable to do so even if it wanted to. A pretty damning assessment from Nathan there, I'm sure you'll agree. Um, and... <sighs> I, I mean, as we said on the show, when we said we were going to put the complaint in, um, didn't think it was going to do anything whatsoever because of what we know about Ipso. 
And we've been proven right, but it's an interesting exercise in exposing how the levers of power actually work. Um, we'll go on and talk about it a little bit more here. This is from um, Hacked Off's findings um, from their report, which I'll reference in a moment. Um, so among the key findings, it took almost six months on average for IPSO to reach a rule on complaints. Only 0.3% of complaints were ultimately upheld. More than a thousand complaints were abandoned. Corrections requested by IPSO were on average seven times shorter than the article in breach of standards. Zero fines, zero investigations, and zero arbitration outcomes were reported ever, not just for 2020 when the report came out. I mean, that is startling, man. That is absolutely and utterly ridiculous, isn't it? It's just like, what's the point in a press regulator that toothless? And I mean, it's the newspapers themselves who fund it, but they're not actually... Um, well, I read, I read on the Ipsu website that they're saying it's like, you know, there's an independent... The board's independently weighted, da-da-da. Now, I wouldn't allege that there's any shenanigans going on because here we are, but... Um, it makes you wonder if there's been zero fines, zero arbitration, like none of those things has happened. This is 2023. We've got a journalist saying the Nazis were left wing. What the hell is going on? And they're just kicking it out because it's his opinion. Whereas you look at the framing of the headline, it's... For me, it just gets crazier by the day, but like... The top moment is this, right? There's a piece by Ben Sellers he wrote the other day. He posted on his page, right? I thought it was very interesting. I referenced him a lot because I think he's a good writer and I think he, he says it as it is. And what he says within that is that politics is really brutal and um, you know it's not about information and gathering of facts and all that. And I agree with that. That's true. But it means we should still gather them because you know we'll look at yesterday's show regarding um, the COVID and the great forgetting. Like it wasn't until the 1960s, early 1970s, like 50 years later that it started popping up and appearing in books. It wasn't even in the Encyclopedia Britannica a few years after 1918 and the years around the, the Spanish flu. So we cannot diagnose a problem and unless we do things like this, like unless we um, do things like this with Ipso and obviously I'll let you know about what happens with Ofcom as well. Because if we don't know what is actually going on, well, we can't then step up and be brutal with the truth. Because that's the thing I think was missing from from that. I think if we amalgamate those two things, we can be brutal with the truth. Um, the truth, you ever heard the truth hurts? God knows we all know that at certain points in my life. So let's gather and collect the truth because I don't want, um, I don't want me to um, ever sort of lose hope you know, and I think we do that and we build the good solid foundations for the next wave of what this movement will evolve into by being the truth people. I honestly believe that because in a world, you've seen Boris Johnson in a world of lies and bullshit, like, you know, it's, we don't have to do anything but continue to be what we are. People are sick. I think uh, people are making miscalculations, you know. So anyway, See what you've got to say by yourselves in the comments here. Right, two seconds. I'll just pull up, pull up, pull up. See who's in. Right, Michael's there. That was the last one I saw. 
Um, do do loads of people. I am going to be doing some sweeping and mopping after this. My partner is away with the two little dogs, and um, yeah, I, there's nothing I like more than a bit of like mopping up and sweeping. Like when there's not loads of dogs under my feet, it's class. Just got me collie here, but he's very well trained. <laughs> he's he's sitting there in the bathroom. Actually, it's one of his favourite spots. So what else we got here? Uh, David Livingston, only subjective if the subject is talking bollocks, history not so much, spot on. So he's saying, so as usual, the truth doesn't matter. Yeah, the regulator, as Nathan said, is just not doing a thing. I'll just pull it up again. Ipsos controlled by the national press and its standards code is riddled with loopholes put in place by the editors who wrote it. Even in cases like this where there's overwhelming evidence of a breach of standards, its lack of independence leaves a disinclined to act and its lack of powers render it unable to do so even if it wanted to. That is startling. And I mean, Nathan knows what he's talking about. I've worked with him on one or two things over the years and... um, yeah, he's a, he's a good man and he knows what he's talking about and I uh, listen when he talks and I agree with his assessment as well and he's very well qualified and experienced to make that assessment too. So what else do we have? Jacqueline's saying, sounds like Ipso arguing on legal grounds and not on ethical or moral grounds. Um, they, they are and this is a problem. Um, law, I know it doesn't and I'm not, like, I'm not naive and that's the type of things people say, isn't it? I'm fully cognizant of what, um, well, who look who makes laws, MPs, the lawmakers, you know, it's going to be a problem generally, isn't it, that it's not going to mirror ethical or moral grounds. It's generally going to mirror the interests of the establishment, global capital, those type of things, vested interests, lobbyists, people who buy the politicians off. So it's very interesting to extrapolate that into the media realm and, um, yeah, see how these things then that whole ecosystem tend to work certainly in the uk but the uk is not the only corrupt nation on earth far from it is it sorry i've got vindig vindig pops um i'm i'm a gentleman if you're sitting there on the metro with the, your headphones in i just saved you from listening to me burp down the microphone there i don't know what's going on i haven't even eaten anything today wild what we've got lizanne richards calls in finally made it on time nice to see you mate um, hopefully next week we can get ourselves in a, a regular schedule of 10 a.m. in the mornings um, so people just know what time to turn up. I really apologize, like, how sporadic the live stream's been. It's just obviously been, as you know, like, latest health crash thing and my dog getting his leg cut off, so it's been a bit of a mad time. But things are settling down. I got an extra half an hour sleep, but it was normal last night, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm a joy. <laughs> so anyway... Let's see if I can pull some more. Bob saying, hello, nice to see you. And, and who's Bob? Episode is impartial, but only if you agree with the establishment. It seems so, mate, sadly. And I mean, you look at independent media, Impress is the independent media regulator. Independent media outlets are regulated to a higher standard than all of these ones regulated by Ipso. Seriously, crazy, huh? So... Kirsty saying, glorious to see Extinction Rebellion paint the media buildings. I've not seen it, actually, because um, we're doing an earlier show at the minute. So I've walked the dog, prepped the show, and then uh, straight on. So I'm looking forward to having a look at that, mate. If you've got any um, links you want to stick in the comments, I'll have a look after. Um, so he's saying, hold on a minute. 
it's why channels such as this are so important and greatly appreciated. I appreciate that, mate. And one of the things when we diagnosed this thing about the media well, was a long time ago, wasn't it? It was like it was 2014 that I was made a first my first podcast. Um it was the, it was the same back then. It was you know, and I think that was possibly when Ipso was was launching. I think that was the first year as well. But it was the same back then too. So I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you being here and all your support as well, because I wouldn't be here without you and other people like you. So really nice to see more and more people turning up and with the momentum again, because those algorithms, they need feeding, man. That's how it works. If you stop feeding the algorithm, right, like I do for two months, it just hates you because it'll go to somebody else for its crack. But then you start giving it a taste, you know, and it starts coming back get around and and starts popping off again, but it takes ages. You get a month of desolation and just brah. Anyway, there's my rant for the day. Um, I'll take some more comments, then we'll do some hope and get ourselves away. James Campbell, any industry that is allowed to self-regulate will leave itself room to get around the regulations when needed. The British press are now majority owned by the very wealthy who have vested interest politically, so there's far more incentive to abuse that self-regulation. Spot on, mate. Nice. Right, what we've got here. Right, I think we will do a little bit of hope and then we'll get away. Feed the goat. <laughs> feed the goat. Sean Goat, eh? feed the goat and he will score. Shouts to Old School City. Honestly, right, this gave me hope simply because it made us laugh this morning, man. And uh, No disrespect to Babushka, Jackie Bonner. I mean, no ill will, mate, but I swear to God that I was buckled and still am to a degree inside. I, sa- I said Ramadan Mubarak to all our Muslim friends. Same as every year, putting out some love in the world. Babushka Jackie Bonner replies, is it Ramadan? And it's just simple things like that in life, which just make me buckled laughing, man. It's like, it's just such such a pure, like, yes, yes, Jackie, it is. No, it's Diwali. Fucking belter that, like. Anyway, this one thing I wanted to pick up, more and more I'm seeing like people just like go, hold on a minute, like this stop the boats thing. And like these people aren't, aren't so bad. And I think it gets lost in all of the noise because as we've seen then, we've detailed in this show, the media are just, they've got it sewn up, haven't they? Let's be honest. And there's, there's no, they can basically do what they want with this thin veneer of a regulator that actually works. I mean, however, if they're not going to sanction Hitchens for this, and I'll be honest with you, I did speak to Nathan from Hacked Off about before putting the complaint in. I said, like, you know, this is the thing. Have you, like, just, you know, and, and he was like, you know, this is the results of, of what will happen. I said, right, well, I'll do it anyway and see what happens. And it didn't make it any less um, troubling. But my point is with this, it's like, People are seeing beyond this. It's just we're not really seeing it so much. But I'm seeing it because I, I get people like inboxing us going like, I used to be a bit of a fash, but like, uh, you know, I've watched your show, I listened to it, and it stopped us being a bit of a fash because I realized I'm being mugged off, you know. And that's happened loads over the years in this class. And I love it, man. And it just makes uh, like one of the aspects of doing this, making it all worthwhile. Because I like to think we don't throw things down people's um, necks and... You know, obviously, we'll be a bit full on with certain individuals, but like, I like to think we're, you know, we're open to things. And I do see more and more people becoming less inclined towards hatred. And I don't know if that's just because I'm, I got half an hour extra sleep last night and I'm not as ratty, but um, I'm seeing great things occurring and that's great. And 
we should use that and just try and take an interest in, in people who maybe aren't from the places that we are. I know that sounds very simplistic, but it's dead easy to do. Just talk, man. So, yeah, that's what's bringing me hope today, the, the realisation that, like, you know, the media are going to paint whatever picture they want to paint, aren't they? And it's well seen, just as just one example of this complaint response, um, what's going on. So if you do want to support independent media, go to patreon.com forward slash cow daily, p-a-t-r-u-n.com forward slash cow daily. We'll tell you the truth and it'll be evidenced. And that's the minimum standard for journalism. I'm sure we can all agree in it, hopefully. So um, also um, link in the description for PayPal if you want to make a one-off donation to support our work. Not only that, um, I'm a heavy grass it's been cow daily. Um, I hope I never have to do any more Alfie and ever again in my life because I feel unclean. I'm from a working class area and I feel like I need to go and scrub myself with the Alfie Brillo pad that we all keep in a box marked the Alfie next to the old gibbet when we used to hang interlopers. See you next time, possibly tomorrow, but we'll see. Bye. <laughs>